Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. We're at episode 54, climbing on up. Just a few more episodes left in the year. We got one more after this one, and then it's uh, off to 2023, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, But happy to have you guys join us. Uh, As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You got us here. And uh, to also like us on YouTube, like this episode, subscribe, all the things. I'm your host, Claudia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. And um, it should be a fun little little chat. I think, um, you know, with everything happening in the market, the interest rates coming up, I think it's really scared a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, into really thinking, can you afford your home? Can you afford to buy a home? Can you afford to, um, you know, we we're really in a world of of renters um and so Mm -hmm. uh, i think there's some stats where um you know especially millennials gen z they're more um in terms of like renting compared to owning um and there's a lot of things obviously have changed in the last 20 30 years so we're gonna unpack that a little bit talk about uh there are different ways to acquire a home you know, and, and working mm-hmm. towards that. And I think even the week before we kind of talked about, um, or a, a couple of weeks ago on like, are you a consumer or investor and like ways that you can, right. um, you know, work on what you have, what you have and ha- to save up and, and invest to then use those investments on, uh, stuff that you want. So it should be a good conversation yeah. today. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, this is important just because everybody asks this question and, I think um, each, depending on who you are, if you're an agent, investor, or just a home buyer, um, your answer is going to be different, right? And then what they see in the media and what's actually happening in the market. So I'm excited about this conversation and, um, you know, looking forward to diving. Oh, by the way, happy holidays, y'all. You know, <laughs> I know, we, man. Uh... <laughs> we were just talking about how crazy busy this week has been. Um it's just been a little, you know, I'm like, you know, it's supposed to slow down during the holidays. What's, what's going on? Um, no, it's picked up this year. It was crazy. Yeah. So um, definitely wish you and your family happy holidays. Uh, we have one more episode next week before we wrap up the year. And that should be a really great um, kind of going out of uh, 2022 going into mm-hmm. the new year. Um, obviously, last week. You know, we kind of did our one year anniversary um, and it's just crazy going into 2023 yeah. with some awesome goals and um, stuff that we're working on. But but yeah, let's let's uncover it. So um, obviously, with, when it comes to affording a home, the typical route that people uh, have sought out is the traditional route, right, which is find an agent, uh, make sure your credit mm-hmm. is good. Um, have enough saved up in the bank for a down payment, closing costs, you know, all those, um, these out of, uh, what, these expenses uh, going into closing, um, maybe some extra money to fix up the property, perhaps, uh, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be commissions. So there's a lot of things, uh, that's tailored into that. Um, and that's kind of how people think they, they, they have, they need right to buy a home. Um, right. and I mean, even investors use realtors like, you know, it's 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 very common. Um, but the issue has been 
kind of where the direction our generation has been leaning towards. We're more in debt. We're more, um, you know, we just don't have the same opportunities maybe that were there, or maybe we're not aware of the mm -hmm. opportunities that were there um, maybe before or that just the knowledge. Right. So um, mm -hmm. when you kind of are seeing in the news, like interest rates or this and that, it really scares people away. And you're seeing that right now, right. With like houses sitting on the market, like not, um, you know, just not making any movement because people are, are being hesitant. Maybe lenders are being more strict. Um, who mm -hmm. knows? And it's, it's really unfortunate because, um, you know, there's so many opportunities out there that you can to afford a home. Um, so we're going to go over a few strategies or something in mind too, that we've learned. And at some point, um, you know, we're going to want to also uh, invest in our own personal residence right now. I think me, both me and Tim are, are renting um, our own, like where, where we live um, just because it's, it's a pretty big commitment. I've kind of moved here and there. So just finding a one single location to like, you know, basically nest, um, and, um, really kind of build a foundation. Sometimes that's a little bit difficult. Um, but yeah, tell me about Tim, like what's kind of your vision? Cause I know you, we've talked about kind of buying a home, like our, our personal residence. We've talked about like investment properties, that mm -hmm. eventually would fund our mortgage payments and all this stuff. But like, what's kind of your plans um, on like ways to afford a home? Cause LA ain't cheap either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of our, I guess, goals is to find something that is um, in the area that we'd like. Um, but um, there's a couple of strategies like um, getting an income property uh, living in it for a little bit, but taking, um, you know, kind of the house hack scenario to where um, it's a fourplex and then we live in it for a year and then collect rent on the other, you know, property or units in, in the building. And then that pays for the mortgage. Right. So right. we're, we're looking for the, for those type of uh, opportunities, uh, which it can be difficult in the area that we're, we're looking in. Um, right. But, um, also, since now um, a lot of the people are, you know, um, there's a lot of foreclosures um, going to happen, especially in the month of February here in Los Angeles. Um, so I think um, people or it just landlords evicting people, you know, so uh, could be opportunities in that um situation as well to where we're looking for people that need some help um you know getting out of their situation with their home and then um being able to you know kind of take over their mortgage payment and then that way we're taking advantage of a lower interest rate at that at that time mm -hmm. and instead of the current interest rate that is currently high so a lot of people you know, have current mortgage, but they can't pay, but their interest rates are super low. Like we're talking about two to 3%. And right. that's really affordable, you know, <clears throat> right now with, with the prices of, you know, houses in my area. I mean, that could be different in other areas like the Midwest and stuff like that. But here in Los Angeles, it's, you know, your house could be, a, you know, in our areas like 1.5. So, it's you know compared to two hundred thousand 
let's say in the right. Midwest, we're at the same house. <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of when we're wor working a virtual <clears throat> market too. Um, you see some of the prices. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm marketing out in Tennessee, and uh, much um, in markets on the s secondary markets. I guess uh, outside of Nashville or like these more bigger markets, uh, market cities. Mm -hmm. Um, where, yeah, a house, uh, like yesterday I had a phone call for this, uh, duplex. He wants to sell for 85,000 and it's just like mm -hmm. a duplex, but it's like in a really small town. Um, and so I'm trying to lean him into seller finance, uh, to do that. Cause you have tenants that have been paying way below rent. So that's always kind of an issue. But, but when you see 85,000 for a duplex, like you I know. About duplex out here, it's like, <laughs> what, like. 800 like up to a million depending right on the yeah, area depending your area, yeah um maybe 500,000 like a, a decent duplex out here um mm -hmm. so it when you think about can i afford a home you really have to think about like also like where do you want to live like if it's really LA or these bigger mar or like the bay area like that's where mm -hmm. you want to live then you know there are some steps you'll you'll have to do so i'm going to actually paste the um our conversation for are you a consumer or investor in the chat because okay. that was such that was such a good conversation that we had on like things that you should do to like get your money right you know and like obviously paying down your debt um investing in something whether it's like your business or index fund, whatever it is uh, and and i think we un we uncover really good information on things that you could do to like kind of get you on track that's if you want to do the traditional route, right? And like right. saving money and like investing a little bit every month, any extra income, you're investing it in something, right? Um, definitely watch that. Now, if you, you know, are kind of in a business right now and you want to, um, I mean, my, my goal, at least kind of what I'm working on is um, having my wholesaling business fund or at least pay for um, other investment properties. Mm -hmm. um, but at, at the same time, it's like, I also want to, you know, kind of set the foundation somewhere as well, whether it's like it, it is here in LA or it's in the Bay area, but those, those places ain't cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. So no. for me, it, like, I've just been like putting it out in the universe. Like I want something creatively like out here if possible, even if it's like, uh, and creatively, I mean, like, uh, Seller finance would be more ideal than do like a sub two, but I mean, I'd be, li I'd be living there. Um, but something along those lines. And we also have other videos explaining what those strategies are. I don't think we have time mm -hmm. to uncover all of those. Um, but if there's a way that I can buy a home creatively um, where it's like, okay, I, I do still need to put down a significant amount of money. It's still not breaking the bank or it's still not, I don't have to go through a realtor and pay commissions. I don't have to, um, you know, uh, have my credit ran or, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. That's the beauty of creative finance. Um, so I also consider house hacking, but again, properties out here are so expensive, um, you really do have to go direct to seller in some ways. And that's something we do best, right? Like um, the business that we're in in, in real estate is we know mm -hmm. how to market and find sellers. So um, all, all that to say is, you know, if, if you have a way to invest your money, like find ways to do that because um, doing, it's going to take a little bit longer doing it a traditional route of saving your money. Um, you have to make your money work for you. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, 
you know, th those are just, just some tips um, that I recommend that I'm looking into is uh, it's not like, you know, I don't want to work with agents or anything like that. It's just, there's so much money there. Um, and agents are basically doing what we do, mm -hmm. right. In, in a scale, right. sometimes they have a larger network, of course, but like who wants to pay commissions on the, you know, 500 K house, like your right. property. <laughs> right. And I think, um, you know, we're not looking for like the, a lot, a lot of people, there's a difference between, I guess, retail and investors, right. Mm. As, um, because we know that we can eventually fix that house up or do whatever you need to do to make it better. Or it's a transitional home to get something that we want in the future. Okay, so yeah, we're not looking. Value. Right. Yeah. And uh, we're not thinking short term. We're thinking long term. And I think people that want a house want a finished product and they want all everything that kind of fits their idea of what a perfect home is and that's actually when you should get a realtor if that's your plan right and right they they'll find you the perfect home for the area that you want and um you know and they're always going to say the perfect time to buy is right now no matter what the market is right right um, because they're whole purpose is to find you a house or you know get you a house that you know fits your um criteria right for right. us it's a little bit different you know we're looking as it as an investment and what strategies can we um have or um do to get into a property that hey we own this now if we want to keep it for ourselves then let's fix it up use the money that we're doing and wholesaling or other deals that we're doing to help fund that um project right so right uh, <clears throat> i think uh i think it's just a different little mindset and we don't right. want to pay commissions and all of this as well too and you know this you know the small things that go along with purchasing a house that people don't realize um and uh i think since we have the knowledge then i think it's i think we have a better advantage of getting a property um, that would be under, you know, the price point that normal people would do in a full retail uh, deal. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, I think you're spot on is like, it's definitely a mindset and not everybody has that. I mean, you're going to have yeah, your retail, it's true. Um, of course, you know, uh, buyers either way or conventional buyers, whatever. Um, and that that's fine. I mean, even investors still follow that because it's like, I don't have time to source a property, but I have all these extra funds. Um, I have all these other um, ca cash flowing other investment properties. So like, that's not a problem. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why for me, it's like, I don't want to rush into it. I'm, I'm giving myself some time to find like the right place. But I'm like, in that meantime, I'm trying to find as many investment properties to cash flow. And if mm -hmm. I can cash flow and cash flow, like, you know, I think that's been a hot term lately. People want to assume like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be cash flowing this much. Like that takes time. Cash flow is all yeah. the long, the long game. Right. Um, which is why there's other strategies that you can do that kind of like um, kind of be right in the middle where you get cash flow and you get like some money up front. Uh, but that's a little bit more advanced. Um, but cash flow, you, you, you don't get rich quick with cash flow. Right. It's just a, a way to get extra income, mm -hmm. passive income without having to work for it. 
but it's not it's not straightforward. So to think like, oh yeah, I have one investment property, like that's not really going to make a difference. You need quite a few to like first retire yourself. Um, Absolutely. And then you know, you again, you just have to think about what what life do I want to live. And not thinking and like the way I'm considering like buying a personal home is like that's not going to be the end all be all kind of property. Um, it, it's kind of a stepping stone, I think, like like you mentioned. So it's like I'm not looking to be super picky, like a mansion or anything like that. I'm like that's right. know, further down the road. Um, for me, it's like just a place I can kind of build for the next couple of years, like settle. Um, mm-hmm. That's affordable, right? Like for me, I'm like a lot. What a lot of people do is. Um, they think they they think in terms of like monthly payments. They don't think of like the interest rates because that's what as investors we we consider all of those things. Um, right. So they're like, okay, what's the monthly payment on this? Okay, yeah, I can afford it. Um, it's you know four thousand a month. Like that's kind of that's up there. Like right. you know, and they don't have any extra income to like counteract that. You're going to be in a tough position. So even for me, even though I'll be looking for an inv- uh, a personal home. I don't want to buy a fat ass home, like, you know, mm-hmm. right off the top. I want to still live below my means uh, because that's the whole goal is like we're, we're building right now. Like, let's let's work on using the extra income to invest in more things, invest in right. more businesses, invest in more uh, rental properties, whatever the case may be. Um, so I think the, that mindset shift is key Um and determining can I really afford your home, and, and it's like yes, you can. It, but it also depends on what what it is you're looking for. Obviously, your budget, um, you know, what what area you want to live in, all that contributes to what it is. Uh, and the easiest way, of course, is house hacking. That's probably mm-hmm. like if you can afford something, um, house hack somewhere, like yeah. live in it for a year. You can rent out, and especially a multifamily uh, property. Uh, or just buy a property under value, um, which they're starting to come out now in the next couple months. Things are going to be a little bit more affordable, probably. Get something under under market, and then just kind of sit on it and see what happens in the next three years. You know, and mm-hmm. then maybe you're sitting on the landmine um, that you can then like you know sell and then upgrade what, whatever it is. So um, I think it's good to just kind of open your eyes to like what's what's happening there's not just one direction to to do like you don't have to just follow one way there's no one way to go about it right basically I th- yeah i i totally agree with you and um it's it's really you know to, to answer the question is yes you can it just depends on the strategy and the mindset that you have like you had just mentioned so um, right. you know, people have different goals in, in owning a property or owning a home. So I think, um, you know, you, you know how you're going to do it and your, in your education on how to, you know, go about it because growing up was, you know, it's like, man, I gotta get my credit score or, you know, the income has to be up and, you know, then you have to yeah. get a realtor and stuff. So, you know, and then learning the ins and outs of different other strategies that have been around for years. I meant like, <clears throat> um, you know, 20, 50 years on different strategies on how to, you know, acquire a home or, um, you know, even through, um, you know, in, an entity and stuff. So when right. 
things are going to change, you know, whether it's taxes or um, whether it's the value in the area. But the one thing that hasn't changed is the different ways of how you can um, get into a property. And, um, yeah. and, and we're still, you know, learning there's more ways to do it. Right. And, um, I know we're taking right. advantage of some of the, uh, different strategies like, you know, novations or, um, uh, you know, sub twos or owner finance or seller financing. And these are situations where we've implemented them into our business, um, at, whether it's wholesaling or, trying to uh, incorporate them into, you know, actual purchase of a property. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's why I love. And we talk about this all the time, like why we love real estate so much. It's so unique. Like there's so many different avenues you can take. Like I learn something new every day, like having conversations with you or like, you know, with other mm -hmm. people um, that's in my group is um, I'm just, astounded like what how, how is that even possible like I, I had no idea and that's something that's just been kept um but it's it's just knowledge too like for mm -hmm. us it's like okay we understand how how things are how did things go and so then we just kind of uh, apply it like if we can apply it to our business we can apply it to other ways like um I think Pace Morby, who's well known for his creative for creative finance for sub two he has a sub two group he bought his personal home in arizona which was like a multi-million dollar mansion mm -hmm. sub two i think yeah. he only put 400k down um and then the rest you know he's just taken over in the mortgage uh, right. of the original seller so these are things that again and i think it was something where maybe they were leading into foreclosure so as you start kind of watching the news the more you're in the, the more you're exposed to one thing, the more things start popping out, you start noticing more things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if we're talking about foreclosures, like obviously there's probates, there's different uh, avenues, evictions, then you'll start being like, Oh, like this is, you know, this is happening in this area. Oh, I'm, I may be interested in it. Uh, you know, let me, let me check that out. I, I think that's, I think that's huge. You know, when, when it, when it comes to it, it's just, having the the wherewithal of like knowing what's going on or just having that curiosity to check it out. Um, yeah. But I think the biggest thing too is don't rush into it. Like don't rush into like buying that $2 million home just because, you know, keeping up, like build slowly. Like that's okay. Like you have time to do that. Like focus on um, making more money, living below your means and um, and see where that takes you. Yeah. Uh, the more money you can use to invest and the more you can receive in passive income, then you can like really start, you have some more options. Uh, that, that's all, that's all you really want is having those options. And so, um, you know, if you really want to do the quick and dirty way, like definitely house hack somewhere, um, mm -hmm. somewhere where you can afford, um, and, and just, you know, it, it's, it's really not that hard. I think people just try to overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like we say that in every episode It's like, don't right, overthink it. Right. <laughs> Like, um, so, you know, go, I guess going back to the question is, can you afford, like, the question to you would be is, like, what if I don't, I don't have, you know, good credit or, you know, I don't have much for a down payment. What, what should someone, you know, kind of what strategy should someone do or um, what should they, you know, uh, kind of research uh, for them? 
Yeah, I, like, I think definitely creative finance if you really have a bad credit or honestly, you could do you can do it the other way where it's like you work on paying down your debt and just, you know, getting your credit to a good place. There's definitely plenty of I know the interest rates are a little high, but FHA loans um, that require a super mm -hmm. low credit, I think it's like 580. So yeah. it's not like it's impossible. Like, you know, if your credit's down in the 200s, 300s, which, you know, for many people it is, definitely focus on getting that first step, which is paying down your debt, living below your means. I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned in the last couple of years is many of us don't like, you know, and, and not having that investor mindset is we, we work at our jobs and that's our only source of income. And the more we get paid, the more we spend right? Mm -hmm. uh, we don't, we don't learn to live below our means. It's just automatic. It's just instinct where it's like, oh, I can now afford this. Let's mm -hmm. go here and there. And like, there's nothing wrong with like splurging. Like I do it, you know, occasionally we'll go out for like a nice dinner or like maybe we want to plan for a trip, but people are in debt because they, they don't live below their means. They, they want to over overspend. They want to keep up with the Joneses and that puts them in a tough position so I've learned is like you want to spend like your and I think this is this is why I, I shared the consumer versus investor video because we break down like your big your highest expenses is your car or transportation your mm -hmm. and your in living like where you live so rent whatever you want to keep those as low as possible for the longest time because you're able to use that extra income to either fund your business to fund like investments like you know uh, Roth IRA whatever it is stocks um and you you want to make your money work for you at some point you can't just depend on a single uh, income so um i would say you can, you can go one way creative finance is a f amazing way mm -hmm. um, I would just research on YouTube you can just type in creative finance and and find like uh, subject to uh, seller finance. Seller finance is great because that's when a owner uh, owns his property, owns their property free and clear. And then you can just kind of create a note and uh, flexibility there. Um, and, or you can just kind of work at getting your credit to a certain place, even at a 600 and you can like get a loan out. Um, hey, the interest rate may be high, but uh, property values are, are much a little bit lower. Properties are being listed a little bit lower because they're sitting on the market. So take advantage of that going into 2023. Like mm -hmm. how can I find a multifamily maybe, or even a single family rent out the rooms. Like there's yeah. so many ways you can go about it. And that, that's why like once you open your eyes to like what other people are doing, then you start thinking like, oh, well, maybe I can do it this way. You're looking at it as an investor and not just, you know, a consumer, or just a regular person. But there's going to be those regular people who don't, you know, watch Get the Bag, um, <laughs> you know, any right. other uh, podcast. And, and, and that, that's OK. Um, but, you know, start thinking about it that way. Like there's a solution mm -hmm. to every problem you have. Don't just be like, I can't afford a home, so I'm just going to rent forever. Um, right. I talk to people like that. Just I like, know. I, I like. I I just rather rent. It's mm -hmm. just easier. I don't want to deal with like owning and stuff like that. And that's because they just don't understand um, how it works. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think as I talk to more people, just regular consumers, like you know, our last uh, one of our podcasts had we had mentioned is that um, a lot of people is just they they don't know they don't know 
um, the different ways or how they can get into it. They just know the traditional way. So, you know, we're just, you know, as you look at possibilities, maybe share that with other people that you're, you know, hey, I'm thinking about buying a house, but there's a lot of different strategies and, you know, that gets them to question. And then, you know, you just refer them back to get the back podcast or <laughs> whatever YouTube channel or, you know, where you learned it from, then, you know, they get more exposure because, you know, yeah. it's not just about us in the show. It's about, you know, just making uh, it available and educating people that don't know on these other yeah. strategies to help them, whatever, you know, get into, you know, a house as well so yeah or reach out to somebody reach out to us reach out to mm -hmm. people who are doing it and just be like hey i'm interested in this i want to learn more about that which is why you know we 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 want to kind of open up a, a course uh for for beginners because it, that there is a need there on like people understanding not just wholesaling but just in general like wholesaling really opens the doors to like just everything real estate because once you understand the concept of wholesaling and i think we've talked about this before you can apply those same principles to anything whether yeah. you want to start another business like the, the process 100%. is all the same it's all the same um and and that's another thing i've learned too is like once you have a good process down you can apply that like to anything that, that mm -hmm. you that you start up um and and so once you kind of once that you understand that you can apply that to buying your own home. And that's why for us, like when we're looking at buying a personal home at some point where we're considering those things, um, we're just in a difficult market in California. Right. Because we, right. we live here. Um, we, you know, we can't just do the conventional way of like paying cash for a 900 K house or whatever. Even like if we wanted to get a fourplex out here, those are really, really expensive. Um, you're either dealing with one end uh, of like the spectrum, which is a really beat up house. And sometimes you don't want to start with something so overwhelming like that. Um, or you're dealing with a really nice renovated uh, multifamily. And then you're like, oh man. Um, but another way too, where if you really want some other passive income is like invest in partnering up with somebody too. Mm -hmm. You can partner up with so. So if me and Tim are like, all right, let's get, let's get a fourplex together. Um, hey, we'll live in one unit. In, in like one of the units and we'll rent out the other and we'll split it. That's also another way. But, you know, you also have to like trust the person that you're partnering up with. And there's ways, legal ways that you can kind of mm -hmm. go about that. But that's also another way to um, partner up with with somebody, uh, you know, maybe uh, bring half and half of the money if you want to go down on um, on, a, on a property. I know many people who've done that as well in the way like house hacked in that sense. Right. Too. And, um, you know, a lot of people, I know we're coming down to the wire here, but um, it's, there's a, if you're a pat, you want to, you know, invest in real estate passively, um, there's some ways to do that. And one of them is a, a, a REIT. So just research yeah. what REITs are. So you can that's invest -E -R -E -I -T. in. R-E-I-T. That's correct. Yeah. And um, so it's an acronym, right? So it's a real estate investment trust where you can invest in um, that particular REIT and they invest in a bunch of real estate property. And um, from there, let's say you put in a low amount, you know, 200, 500 or whatever the case may be. And then you'll get returns based on, on that or dividends um, based off of that too. So there's other ways to kind of passively invest if you 
are interested in that but you know hit us up separately and or um on get the bag podcast um comments below we'll answer those as well so um you know if you guys are interested in also that definitely and uh yeah we'll keep you posted especially next week on like uh the course information and what what that looks like that's something we're still kind of making some time to to work on but believe me when we have it out it's going to be amazing it's going to be super useful um just kind of building out and and like really just helping others as we're learning along the way right so um really appreciate you guys tuning in with us um it's crazy to think like christmas or just holiday, I know. on the weekend it's always like weird um i know right <laughs> and it's just like uh, i feel like this week has just been super crazy but it's good it means like you know we're we're uh, getting down the business. We're just working. So I want to tell everybody happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, yes. Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, hope you guys have an amazing weekend with family. Um, much blessings. But you know, we'll be back next week um, mm-hmm. to discuss uh, kind of the end of the year, uh, do a little recap, and then kind of what our goals are going into 2023. Um, maybe even listening back on our last year's episode before the end of the year and seeing where, where we're at, uh, I think will be fun, but appreciate you guys as always cool. hit us up. We're here for you yep. guys. Hit us up on Instagram, uh, or leave a comment and we'll make sure to get back to you guys, but have a great rest of your week. Happy holidays and, um, catch happy holidays. Week. All right. Peace. Peace.